Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Proverbs 8. And before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for this day and for all that you've done. Thank you for who you are and for loving us. You are the one who created us, breathed life into us. And Father, you're the one who knows every element of us. You've made us unique and special. And we have special needs and we have special attitudes and hearts and minds. Things that make us unique, very unique. And I just pray, Lord, as we read your word, that you would, your Holy Spirit would speak to us, each where they're at, in their, in their own unique way. So that they hear what they need to hear, so that we hear all that you have to say to us. And may our hearts, our minds, and our spirits be completely open to your, your instruction. May it be all from you and none from me. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, chapter 8 is all about wisdom. And there's actually quite a bit here from, there's two different uh, verses covered by A.W. Tozer. So I'm going to read both of their, um, both of their comments and thoughts once we're done reading. So let's go ahead and just get started and we'll go from, go from there. Verse one, does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate leading into the city, at the entrance she cries aloud. To you, O people, I I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. All the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are upright to those who have found knowledge. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior, and perverse speech. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight, I have power. By me, kings reign and rulers issue decrees that are just. By me, princes govern and nobles, all who rule on earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me, find me. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. I walk in the way of righteous righteousness, along the path of justice, bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me, and making their treasuries full. The Lord brought me forth as the first of his works, before his deeds of old. I was formed long ages ago, at the very beginning when the world came to be. When there was no watery depths, I was given birth. When there were no springs overflowing with water. Before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was given birth. Before he made the world or its fields or any of the dust of the earth, I was there 
when he set the heavens in place, when he marked out the horizon on the face of the deep, when he established the clouds above and fixed securely the fountains of the deep, when he gave the sea its boundary so the waters would not overstep its command or overstep his command, and when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was constantly at his side. I was filled with delight day after day, rejoicing always in his presence, rejoicing in his whole world and delighting in mankind. Now then, my my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. So, wow, there's a lot there. And I just, it, it to me, this is just so important and just so powerful because there's so much there about seeking, about seeking out God, seeking out wisdom, that if we love him, then we will be blessed with these things, that we will be blessed with his instruction that his instruction is better than silver. So I just, as I go through this and I'm reading, there's parts of me that just, I just want him to know that I love him. And I seek out the wisdom and the knowledge that he has. And I just pray for all of us that we would get his blessing which is his wisdom and his understanding. So let's think about what, let's hear what A.W. Tozer says, because there's, there's quite a few, there's quite a little bit here. He focuses on chapter 8, verse 4, initially, in his book called The Pursuit of God, where it says, To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. Tozer writes, This universal voice of God was by the ancient Hebrews often called wisdom. And was said to be everywhere, sound and sound, was said to be everywhere, sounding and searching throughout the earth, seeking some response from the sons of men. The eighth, eighth chapter of Proverbs begins: Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? The writer then pictures wisdom as a beautiful woman standing at the highest point along the way where the paths meet. She sounds her voice from every quarter so that no one may miss hearing it. To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. Then she pleads for the simple and the foolish to give ear to her words. It is spiritual responses for which this wisdom of God is pleading, a response which she has always sought and is but rarely able to secure. The tragedy is that our our eternal welfare depends upon our hearing, and we have trained our ears not to hear. This universal voice has ever sounded, and it has often troubled men, even when they did not understand the source of their fears. Could it be that this voice distilling like a living mist upon the hearts of men has been the undiscovered cause of the troubled conscience and the longing for immortality confessed by millions since the dawn of recorded history? We need not fear to face up to this. The speaking voice is a fact. How men have reacted to it is for any observer to note. 
So I, I just listen to, the, I think about this, and when it talks about, when he mentions, we have trained our ears not to hear. My goodness, there have been so many times when I know God is talking to me. He's telling me not to do something or to do something, and I just harden my heart. I close my ears to his His voice. And then I sit, sit here and think about these these people who, uh, the the simple, the foolish, or even when we've talked about reading about the the uh, disciples at times, thinking, "Oh my gosh, they're so silly," and yet here I am. I'm one, just like anybody else. I've hardened my heart, closed my ears, and I haven't heard God's call. I haven't heard His wisdom, even though I know it. I don't heed it. And that's how everybody can, what they can observe is my behavior. So hopefully as I'm on this journey, my behavior is changing. I just wish it would change faster. The other, the other section that he, he focuses on that he writes about, and it's from his book of God and man is verse 10, where he writes, where it says, choose my instructions instead of silver knowledge rather than choice gold. Tozer writes, truth is a glorious but hard mistress. She never consults, bargains, or compromises. That's <laughs> so true. She cries from the top of the high places, choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than choice gold. After that, every man is on his own. He may accept or refuse, receive or set at naught as he pleases. And there will be no attempt at coercion though the man's whole destiny is at stake. So it's up to us. I mean, we've seen this multiple times as we've read through and we've talked about how God loves us. He doesn't give up on us. He, he just keeps seeking us and wanting us to be well, wanting us to have that burden that's light and that yoke that's easy. But it's our choice. It's our call. It's how we choose to behave and to respond. He goes on, let a man become enamored of eternal wisdom and set his heart to winter and he takes on himself a full-time, all-engaging pursuit. Therefore, he will have room for little else. Thereafter, his whole life will be filled with seeking and findings, self-repudiations, tough disciplines, and daily diving, dyings as he is being crucified unto the world and the world unto him. So when we take up our pursuit of this eternal wisdom, when we fall in love with God, very little else can occupy us if we truly have fallen in love. Think about the times when you've fallen in love with your partner, your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is. That's who you only think about. There's not a lot of time for other people. And as you fall in love with God, you think about the things that, that need to change within you, within me, that I need to do. The tough disciplines, and when I fail, the self-repudiations, because on a daily basis, we're told to pick up our cross and walk. He goes on to write, where there is an unfa- unfallen world, the path of truth would be a smooth and easy one. Had the nature of man not suffered a huge moral dislocation, there would be no discord between the way of God and the way of man, i.e. if Adam hadn't fallen, we'd still be in the Garden of Eden, walking this easy, straight path. I assume that in heaven, the angels live through a thousand serene millenniums without feeling the slightest discord between their desires and the will of God. 
but not so among men on earth. Here the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. So again, here the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. The flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. In that contest, there can only be one outcome. We must surrender, and God must have His way. His glory and our eternal welfare require that it be so. So here on earth now, because of the fall, because of sin, our paths aren't smooth and easy. In fact, here on earth we have the nature of man, which is lust and greed and just all those elements that fight against the spiritual nature. It's a continual battle. Even though we don't realize that we are spiritual beings, yet we, we allow the physical to dominate the spiritual. And it's a continual battle that we fight. So on a, And so we, we continuously must surrender and surrender to God because our eternal welfare is at stake. So one of the things that I've been struggling with, and it's just joy, it's the pure joy. It's like I've, you and I have talked in the past, and it's been understanding and truly having that peace, that rest within God, and resting in Him versus me trying to do stuff. So as I've mentioned before, I believe that sometimes in my prayer time, and I've been, you know, as we've read that whole message from Jesus that says, if you have the faith, you can tell that mountain over there to move into the sea. And my mountain is joy, but it's not to move it away somewhere. It's to move it into me. It's to move it into my kids, to, to move joy into my family and into my heart. So I don't know why I'm telling you that, but at the end of the day, as I tr- surrender to God and I grow in faith, the mountain that I'm looking to move is the joy and peace mountain that needs to come into my heart more completely. So with that, let's go ahead and close up with a word of prayer. Father, thank you for your words. Thank you for your wisdom. I'm grateful that your wisdom is there and that you're calling out to us at all times, wanting to share what's best for us. It is better than gold and silver. So, Father, I pray as we pursue your insights and your wisdom and your understanding, I just pray that our hearts, our minds, and our spirits would be open, that we would hear your words and we would know which is you and what's just me, some guy. So I pray, Father, for you to be the one that we hear, that there'd be everything from you and nothing from me. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.